We're living in a world of change these days, changes from the pandemic in terms of where and how people work, economic uncertainty, climate and societal change, the arrival of AI. All of these are factors that impact the local economy and in specific, the technology sector. In this episode of Techopia Live, we talked to the city's economic development agency that squarely focused on knowledge-based industries. What is their take on what's happening in Ottawa? What is their strategy to build a better Ottawa. All this coming up on Techopia Live. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Curran from the Ottawa Business Journal. Welcome to Techopia Live. This is a regular podcast from OBJ featuring executives from next generation technology companies. We want to shine a spotlight on the up and comers. We want to keep you updated on the big flagship companies, all with a goal of keeping the tech sector informed and connected. In today's episode, we speak with the head of an organization that is really the cornerstone of economic development in Ottawa, especially as it pertains to the tech sector. This organization celebrated its 10th anniversary with a big bash in February, attended by many local business leaders and past CEOs. 10 years, of course, is a big milestone. And this organization recently updated its strategic plan in a goal to help Ottawa be the best city it can be. Let's welcome our special guest today. Here is the president and CEO of Invest Ottawa, Michael Trombley. Hello, Michael. Hey, Michael, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule. I know even in these July days, your schedule is packed uh, morning to morning to evening. So thank you for that. It's my pleasure. And Michael, I just want to say uh, it's the work that you do at the OBJ, you and your colleagues, is really important in terms of putting a spotlight on some of the best tech created in the world. So thank you for the work you good, do. Good, good, good. Well, it's a it's a collaboration. I admit, maybe that's what we're talking about a little bit here. Uh, and Michael, I I think you know people in Ottawa know exactly who you are in your position. But yeah, you know, I always want to make sure people get a, a backgrounder, so to speak, on on people. So maybe do a little bit of a personal intro. You've been the sure. head of IO for about six point uh, five years. So. Many people know that, but you've got a career in technology and innovation that stretches farther back than that. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it occurs to me. I, I actually worked in uh, three different companies that uh, uh, were pretty large footprint companies in the Ottawa region. Uh, Digital Equipment Corporation, for those of you that remember it, uh, uh, very large manufacturing production facilities in Canada. Uh, I also worked at uh, JDS Uniface and I worked at uh, EDS System House. Then I went on to, to work for some other uh, multinationals like uh, SAP and, and Microsoft. So I, I have a, a fairly long history in the tech area, largely with, with some of the bigger firms, uh, multinationals, three of which were uh, very, very deeply rooted in the Ottawa marketplace. So I feel very blessed to have had the career I've, I've had. And I feel really, really um, blessed to have the gift of the role that I'm in to help the economy here in Ottawa. And, you know, and I think that experience really gives you a deeper understanding of what some of these larger companies are doing. And of course, oh, yeah. you're dealing with startups all the time over there. And and maybe we'll get into that. So Invest Ottawa, as we said, Michael, is a little over 10 years old. And it it does so much in, in the community, it has many programs, 
Um, so give us the modern 2023, 2024 elevator pitch. So if you were sure. leading a foreign investor, you would say Invest Ottawa is over to you. Yeah, I, I usually start with saying that Invest Auto is the Swiss army knife of economic development, kind of picking up on your point. So there's five areas that we we get engaged in. I don't think everybody realizes uh, that, that we're in all of these areas. So we have this beautiful facility here, Baby Yard. So we have a space, which is it's uh, actually it's uh, really well attended again. So we have a lot of activity happening here. Uh, we have foreign direct investment and trade activities. So we 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 take the message to the globe and we attract uh, businesses and talent back here. Uh, we also do venture programming. We have a, a, a significant amount of programs in our venture path area to help domestic entrepreneurs uh, build and grow their business. We have a talent program for international recruiting and we have AreaX.O. So we, we do robots, drones and autonomous vehicles. We've even had a few autonomous tanks rolling around in the field. So we do a lot of things, but the main thing we do from an elevator pitch perspective is we amplify the capability in Ottawa. The heroes in our region are the companies themselves. We aim to help them to fulfill their full potential. That's what we're here to do. That's great. Very well said, by the way, and it kind of encapsulates uh, everything that's going on. You know, given your position experience, Mike, I, I really want to get your take on what's happening in Ottawa. That's, we're kind of obsessed with it at OBJ, like what's happening, what's happening. And that's that's particularly true, you know, when it comes to the tech sector. And when I reflect on the past few years, that Chinese proverb comes to mind, may you live in interesting times. So it like it seems we're past the pandemic, but we've got all this, all these things that are unsettling, like inflation and interest rates and climate change and societal change and the arrival of AI. So I wanted to start, we'll talk about opportunities in a second, but I wanted to start to get your take on what are some of the like the challenges. And it does seem that we're in a point where, you know, we're kind of beyond that irrational exuberance that maybe existed a little bit in the pandemic as it pertains to tech companies and valuations. And we're into a period of caution. But what what are you seeing out there in terms of the local tech sector? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of uncertainty. I mean, I think that's probably the biggest part of things is, is just not being really crisp and clear on what's ahead. And um, I like to, to, to kind of balance my own thinking around value. If you are a valuable company, if you've created something specialized, unique, differentiated, and you are confident in that differentiation, um, the opportunities will come your way. I mean, just this past week, week we, see, we saw significant investments in Solink and MindBridge. These are two very valuable companies. They fulfill an unmet need. They have figured it out. And so I think all of these things, regardless of where the interest rates are, regardless of what the activity level is with venture firms or angel investors, if you are a company that has generated and created value, you can navigate through this. I like to focus on the things I can control. And I, I think that the same is true for any company out there. You can't control everything. You can only control your value proposition, what you can deliver out there. But in terms of what is what I'm seeing in the Ottawa marketplace, we have our issues here. I mean, we if, if I pan back a year, we are all super concerned about um, the amount of international uh, flights we had available in, in our city. And if you look at what the airport authority has been able to do with flights with Porter, with Air France, people are working on this. They're worried about it. They care about it. Now, what I would say to the uh, business sector here in the city is use the service. If you want to make sure we got flights in the city, 
use the flights that have just been unveiled. These carriers are profit centers. They, they're here to make money. If they can't make money on them, we're going to lose them as quick as we got them. So things like having flights available are extremely important to the city. Obviously, the downtown core is, is problematic. We're concerned about that one, too. As the federal government has um, adjusted their, their work planning, how they actually engage, they've been, been working hard to try to get two, three, two, three days back a week with, with staff. It's, it's not a straightforward or straight path to getting there. So what do we do with the downtown core? These things matter. If we're trying to attract businesses to come to Ottawa to set up camp, or we want domestic entrepreneurs to actually be in the downtown core to bring back that vibrancy, we have to come up with strategies on how to work through that. And I know the mayor's office is extremely active with that, with our economic development partners like the Board of Trade, uh, the tourism team, Cobia, uh, RGA, like all of these organizations are spending time on this topic. We'll figure it out. It's just um, these are the sorts of issues that uh, I would say in our city are uh, specifically standing out for me. Yeah, it does seem, Michael, just a quick take on, on what you said there, that we're entering into a period where people in Ottawa are going to need to work more closely together to address some of these challenges. Because it seems to me like we're in a different place than we were pre-pandemic. I mean, some of these issues were there, but if you take just the, the downtown or the flights, international uh, direct flights, for example, we're in a different place right now. And it's not going to take one organization, you know, whether you celebrate, whether you single out the airport or uh, some other sort of downtown organization. It's going to take a lot of people working together. Yeah. It's a, it's a, there'll they'll need to be a coming together, I think, to tackle some of these issues. Uh, good, interesting to note that uh, Jenna Suds, of course. Uh, uh, was just appointed to cabinet, and uh, we've got a champion at the federal level that really gets the tech sector. So absolutely, maybe, yeah. maybe a reason a for some optimism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's uh, and of course, uh, Mona Fortier had uh, lots of lots of things to say and lots of activities. So, despite the fact, as you said, we're faced with all these challenges and this upheaval, there are some opportunities. I mean, it's not to say we should uh, bury our heads in the sand here, Michael, but. Uh, as you said, companies can only control what they can control. So yeah. let's talk opportunities. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, actually, the new refresh strap plan that we put together really tries to target the things that we feel are some of the best opportunities that the region has in front of us. And, you know, for the viewers out there, we have all of this on our website. We've got a video that that uh, that I, I did with the team to uh, just to net it right out. And we have some of the materials on the site. but. We decided to, given limited resources, we decided to map the market out and segment it a little bit. We have some very high um, high velocity markets that have been with us for years that are, are incredibly important staples to our economy, uh, telecom, defense, uh, aerospace, software companies. I mean, these are, these are market areas that are moving. There, there's a lot of players engaged in, in supporting them. So we, we play a partnership role in that to make sure that anything that these companies need, we'll, we'll do whatever we can in our power to support their requirements. And then there's a, an invest ahead area. So if I look longer range, what we try to do is to make sure we have enough economic development capacity available to help markets that are a little more burgeoning, markets that require that extra oomph to make them happen. And specifically, I would I would call out uh, markets like cleantech, where we have lots of cleantech companies in Ottawa, 
but we need to go deeper. We need to push harder. We, we, we can, in fact, build that and develop that quicker. Digital healthcare as well is another one that falls into that domain area. Uh, I think we have over 170 uh, life sciences companies in Ottawa. Uh, given that we're so close quarters to Montreal, uh, Boston, and Toronto, and that we have five of Canada's top 40 research hospitals, having the uh, commercialization keep pace with the um, uh, research money that comes into the city should be an important imperative for us. And it is. So we're working closely with the institutions and the companies to drive that harder. Cybersecurity companies as well. Uh, over 120 of them in the region, uh, lots in Gatineau as well. We need to give them the supports they need to be able to move quicker, move faster. Um, and then the mobility uh, place um, that we have at AreaX.O. I, I think mobility is a, a composite market that brings together a wide set of technologies. AreaX.O exists because we wanted a show place to, to really show off some of the best tech in our region and to get it out there. And it's captured the imagination of a lot of regions around the globe. I was just in San Francisco and I was, I was briefing a transportation conference on what we do in Ottawa in support of transportation markets, specifically um, in the area of mobility. So uh, th these sorts of things are gaining, gaining some momentum. And so, but we have to invest ahead. Those ones are not gonna come easy. If we leave them alone, they'll probably grow, but they, they will not grow as fast as if we, we, you know, we are active in them as a catalyst for those markets. And then there's another area of, of the market that needs coverage. And we're just, as a company, we're not qualified to, to really pr play a, a role where we're, we're leading them. And I would include markets that are critical like bioscience. There's other players in the marketplace here that we support to make sure that those uh, organizations that play in that field get what they need. But we don't have doctors and nurses on staff here at Invest Ottawa. We support others that do, and we want to make sure those markets move. And then there's the non-tech entrepreneurship area. We run a lot of programming as a company in this area, but it's a huge, vast area that has a lot of unmet needs. And all you have to do is think back to the pandemic period that we just came through to understand how big that market area is. So this is another area where we play a support role. Uh, we do talent spotting and we look for longer range opportunities out of that pool. And that's the essence of the, the refinements of the plan. It's just more targeting, building on what we've come through the last six years as a company, which I'm really proud of. Uh, the, the company is, the team has done well, but it's because we, we work with so many partners and so many volunteers that care about the city uh, and it's given us so much um, uh, engagement right across the market as a result. I, I feel really good about that. So there's a number of things we'll do differently, but uh, a lot of it is just being super targeted in markets that we think we can make happen faster by virtue of leaning in. That's great. Uh, Michael, we're going to put the, our conversation on pause here for a second to give a shout out to uh, one of the Techopia champions. Uh, here is a message from Number Crunch. Number Crunch is an Ottawa-based firm that allows you to strategically outsource your financials, especially if you're a technology startup or scaling your business. Number Crunch services range from bookkeeping to payroll to full virtual CFO services, including fundraising preparation and cash flow forecasting. Led by Susan Richards and Craig Hung, Number Crunch is supported by an established team of financial professionals who have advised and supported hundreds of firms. 
NumberCrunch's cost-effective subscription model affords you the right expertise for every stage of your business. Let NumberCrunch help your company mitigate risk by ensuring proper accounting procedures are in place, providing you with strategic input, and scaling along with your business. For a quote on outsourcing and accounting, please visit numbercrunch.ca. NumberCrunch, strength in numbers. And we're back with Michael Tremblay, the CEO of Invest Ottawa. And we're talking about your strategic uh, plan, Michael. In fact, we're, we've got some uh, B-roll of uh, of a video that you referenced uh, a couple minutes ago. So as he asked this, a- ask you this question, we'll we'll show some things on on screen. I wanted to to pick up on the point you made about Area XO. Again, I think people know what we're talking about here, uh, but there is a, a, a rather exciting development, which is that Area XO will now uh, be testing some drones and some yeah. advanced robotics. Tell us a little bit about the change that's happening at Area XO. Yeah, um, <clears throat> thanks for calling that out. So we discovered in the last few years just a transition, a shift in the volumes of uh, companies that are interested in unmanned systems, which can be a car, it can be a tank, it can be a land robot just delivering goods around a campus you know, environment or it can be uh, an aerial robot like a drone. And half our intake now uh, would fall into the drone category. So we we, um, we hadn't really planned for it that way, but if you look at the core tech that goes in at the embedded software, the um, you know the uh, the hardware technology used in in these different unmanned systems, there's a lot of commonalities. And so we decided that we wanted to put in place something that would allow the advancement of that marketplace by introducing a site that conforms to NIST standards. So, uh, you know, standards that would be familiar, especially in the United States. So the companies that would come in, uh, get their training, their certifications, uh, be able to test two certain levels of standard that are familiar to the clients that they work with would be enabling. That's what uh, it really led to the, the launch of the dart on june 21st so it's a drone and advanced robotics training and testing and it's a zone within the ariax.o site for the purposes of doing that very excited uh indra robotics is our partner on the site they're one of uh, very few companies in canada that can uh, that can do drone um, operation beyond visual line of sight they're experts in the field. They add huge value to our site already, and they're they're going to add more based upon this new facility we've just put in place. It's operational now. Yeah, yeah, really interesting. And I've heard you describe Area XO before as a moonshot, uh, Michael. Of course, uh, yeah. uh, this this big opportunity uh, that's probably with 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 beyond our grasp, or not naturally within our grasp. If you were to think about um, the commercialization and the impact it might have. On our local economy, what would you hope to see? So there's, you know, this testing of autonomous vehicles, advanced robotics, now drones. Um, what what do you think if you were to look uh, into a crystal ball five years out? Would you would you hope to see from an economic development perspective? Yeah, I think that uh, there's a very, I mean, this this thing is so unique. It's uh, you know, I talk about uh, di- differentiated offerings as an economic development agency. This is really differentiated. This could be a national facility. This this should be a national mobility site because of how unique the infrastructure is, but more importantly, 
because of how unique the talent of Ottawa is to serve this marketplace, like the enabling uh, engineering talent in Ottawa to support mobility scenarios, whether it's precision agriculture, uh, first responder kinds of scenarios, uh, defense and security, uh, transportation, uh, you know, the, the businesses that we have in Ottawa that contribute to the AreaX.O site are actually the secret sauce. The infrastructure is there uh, and they allow for this stuff to, to be possible, but uh, it's, it's the talent that makes it happen. And, and I think that that could lead to having something that should be a national gem available to uh, companies coast to coast. And we do have testing from companies across the country now. I just think it could be much bigger. Very interesting. And I believe it will be. Yeah. And staying yeah. on that national uh, national kind of scope, um, there's a program that started here in auto called SheBoot, and it's a program uh, yeah. as people might understand for women entrepreneurs. But I understand that it, in fact, has become a little bit of a – you have effectively birthed the nonprofit that is now uh, SheBoot National in scope. But tell us more about that. Yeah, and, and actually, let me uh, just a shout out to the, the founders. So this is uh, our own Sonia Shori, uh, Julie Elvidge, uh, and Jennifer Francis. Um, uh, a lot of this uh, thinking actually popped out of what uh, we had done from a governance perspective. So for those of you that, um, you know, think about board governance and the importance it plays, we created a subcommittee of our board to support female founders. Ideas like SheBoot popped out of that. And, and so it matters how you structure the governance of your uh, company matters. It drives action, it drives activity. SheBoot came out of that with our partners, uh, with the Capital Angel Network uh, and others. And what fuels it is, is highly accomplished women that were prepared to invest $10,000 each in supporting the advancement of female founder businesses and they've done it. They did it three years in a row. The last round uh, to completion had 30 women contributing. And it was a national role that uh, we, we had uh, submissions of well over 100. And this was from seven provinces and territories worth of submissions that came in. So it became national uh, in part thanks to support uh, from IRAP. And it's been spun off as its own nonprofit now, which I'm so proud of, of these incredibly uh, skilled uh, women leaders who made that happen. Uh, our company played a role in it, but it's, it's, uh, it's having so much aligned energy that made it happen. It, it, you know, we should be all proud of that one. That's, that's amazing because it's advanced uh, these, these companies much quicker than they would have ordinarily advanced and put a spotlight on the importance of women-owned businesses and women-founded businesses. Yeah, it certainly has a real impact. We've profiled a bunch of the stories at uh, OBJ, and it, it there's a lot of credit to these founders to uh, to to uh, Shibut. So, as yeah. you said, kudos to Sonia and team for for picking up on that and and taking it to the next level with this national expansion. Uh, Michael, we're going to start wrapping up, but I want to ask you yeah. about this fall. It, you know, we're we're recording this in uh, late July. Uh, the fall is always a very busy period here in Ottawa. What's on what's on your uh, calendar uh, coming up in fall 2023? So a big one for everybody on September 27th and 28th. We've got a couple of really big events. Both of them are at Ariax.O. The 27th is Transport Canada Expo. We ran this last year. We had 500 people in the rain. We had 50 exhibitors from across Canada. And these are all drones and robots and AVs. So if you want to see something cool, 
I guarantee you there'll be over a thousand people this time. I am expecting over 70 exhibitors. That's going to be a big one. If you want to check out what we do at AreaXO, that's your day to do it because you're going to see it in action fully. And it is going to be a fun day. Think Jetsons, that's going to be happening at AreaX.O. And the 28th is our CAV Canada event. So we spilled into CAV Canada. So uh, panels and uh, international speakers talking about autonomous vehicle programming. And uh, this will be in partnership with uh, KNBA and other partners that work with us on that topic. Very excited to run that. I think that's our sixth year on that particular one. So watch for those two. Those are the two big ones that you want to watch for. Okay. And of course, people can visit investottawa.ca. I presume, Michael, to yeah. sign up for those events. Yeah. Ariexo.com. They're both there. You can register. Both are free events. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So, Michael, uh, we are in our final uh, minutes here. Our our major partner at Techopia is uh, EY. Before we wrap up, it's time for our special question from EY. In all of the social media posts that I do, I, I typically close it off by saying the world needs Ottawa. I believe that up to my core. Uh, the capability that our region has really does enable countries around the world to be better. And so I, I really do believe in that. I've recently joined on as a fellow with the World Economic Forum, and I'm engaged in urban transformation projects, which also help to contribute best practices and ideas on things like uh, EV chargers and how to afford infrastructure if you're a small uh, region of the world, but you want to move forward. So I'm very, very happy to be part of that with my colleague, Sonia Shori. Um, I think these, these little steps can really have a big impact in making yeah. the world a better place. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's really interesting. Uh, the World Economic Forum is such a forward thinker in, in all of these issues. Listen, Michael, we have come to the end of our interview. It's it's just flown by. We could probably speak for quite literally hours, I think, at everything that's happening uh, and occurring at uh, Invest Auto and BAVU Yards. But I want to thank you again for your time and uh, wish you continued success, Michael, in uh, in what you're trying to do for Ottawa. Thanks so much, Michael. Take care. Thank you. Okay. Cheerio. As we uh, wrap up here, let's take a look at some of the other great companies that champion Techopia. Techopia is brought to you by many great sponsors, such as EY, building a better working world. Number Crunch, offering virtual CFO services for SaaS companies. Pearly Robertson Hill & McDougall, a leader in business and technology sector law. TD Bank, specialized programs for technology companies. The University of Ottawa Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent. Techopia is not only a podcast, we post new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell icon. All right. Uh, a big thank you to Michael Tremblay, the president and CEO of Invest Ottawa. Uh, as I said at the beginning, a real cornerstone of economic development. And as we deal with all of these challenges, uh, both as a city and a technology sector, I think, uh, as indicated, we're all going to need to work 
little bit more closely. And certainly that'll involve uh, Invest Ottawa and many others taking a leadership role. So thank you again to Michael Tremblay. Uh, listen, have you heard the news? We've got a great magazine that was launched several months ago uh, with our partners at EY. Uh, it's a magazine that it, it tries pr to provide kind of a annual report of sorts in a very kind of uh, street level way on the technology sector. Uh, we're, we take a look at the history of Ottawa Tech, the past, present, and future, the uh, major flagship companies, the up and comers, and a lot of the issues that surround uh, technology companies that are relevant to them, such as venture capital, so on and so forth. You can visit, uh, you can read this in a digital edition of the magazine. There are some hard copies, they're hard to find these days, but the digital edition can be found at techopiaeyinsights.ca, techopiaeyinsights.ca. And of course, if you're a big uh, fan of the local tech sector and want to stay updated, please keep visiting obj.ca on a, a daily basis. You can take uh, click on the Techopia tab uh, to read all the technology news coverage. We've got a weekly email newsletter too. In fact, we just revamped a lot of our email newsletters at OBJ to make them more efficient, to redesign, uh, easier to, to access. You can sign up on at obj.ca. All right, that's all the time we have for this episode of Techopia Live. Let's keep building Ottawa's technology utopia. That's Techopia. See you soon. Bye-bye, everyone.